You're listening to Hey Pal, What's New with John, Alex, and Greg. Hey Pal, What's New is a product of Sack of Sin Entertainment. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and all other social media platforms. Hey Pal, What's New can be found on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and all other podcast locations. Or check us out at sackofsin.com or heypalwhatsnew.com. Warning, Hey Pal, What's New contains explicit content. John, Alex, and Greg are a pair of vulgar Gen Xers. If you are easily offended, please stop listening and go download a nice tame podcast like the Goop Podcast. You have been warned. Be Fraser in a fat suit jerking off. Son of a bitch. Why? When? Hey. Speak up, Sonny. I don't know what you're talking about. It's, hey, everybody. It's, it's, uh, uh, hey, pal, what's new? Put on your slippers and pull up your zippers. It's I, time for Hey, Pal, What's New? I was in the middle of doing my old man voice, which kind of sounds like Bender from Futurama. That's I'm right. going to get my own blackjack and hookers. <laughs> hey, everybody. Yeah, it's Hey Pal, What's New? And I'm Greg, and this is John Alex over here. Oh, my God. The familial commitments have been way too much these oh past... Oh, boy. Let me tell you. Anyway, we're going in hot, dude. We're going in hot today. Well, Hey Pal, What's New? Oh, yeah, by the way, I'm Greg. That's John Alex over there. So, anyway, you, you know that. who we are. I did? I don't know. I'm so tired, dude. Oh. I'm so tired. That's okay. I'll edit this in post. <laughs> That's fine. No, nah, man, it's good. Things are good. Uh, it's Friday night at the uh, at the GBR Studios, Friday and uh, yeah, I've had a week and a half, dude. Let me oh. tell you, uh, the the reason we uh, you probably missed us all, which I'm sure you all sat there on your iPhones with bated breath, waiting for our episode to to air. Guess what? We took off for MLK. Fight the power, motherfucker. Um, no, actually, uh, that Friday I had to. Well, I'm going to start right into my Hey Pal, what's new? If you don't mind. Elvis was a hero to most, but he don't mean shit to me. Flat That's out right. racist and motherfucker came in, John Wayne. That's right. <laughs> Something like wow. that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know my PE. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. the past week, I'm just going right into mine just Go. so I can get it out of the way. Uh, we missed Friday because I had to take my daughter and her friends to go see a band in Philly. <laughs> so we drove three hours. What band? To Phil- I, dude, I couldn't even tell you. It oh. was a boy band called Why Don't We? It, uh, they used to be a boy band. Now this guy went solo. To give full credit for this guy, he's very talented. Okay. Um, he plays all the instruments. He's really, you know. Wait. I just don't know his music. But her and her gaggle of friends, we all piled in the car. We took a road trip to Philly. Um, and uh, three hours there, about three hours back, all <sighs> one day um, for like a concert. I dropped them off at like six. Oh, you um, didn't go into the concert? No. I wasn't going into that concert. But you know it was good? Cheesesteaks. Did you get a cheesesteak? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Right around the corner from the from the it wasn't even a it was her first club show. Like she wow. never it was like kind of when we took Manny to Descendants, right? Like she's never been in a club, but like her and her friends and they all piled in. It was a teenage crowd. It wasn't it was funny because I'll maybe I'll share the text, but right around the corner from the club, I dropped them off. There's a freaking casino. Oh god. I was like, there you go. Knocked down, had some Geno steaks. Ooh. There was some band playing. There was some cover band. The bass player was amazing. 
I dumped a buck fifty in the freaking slots, and uh, then like I was like, I gotta take a nap, so I took a nap in the car. Yeah. And then nine thirty, she's like, concert's done. I'm like, it's done already. You took a nap in a car as opposed to passing out in the car. Exactly, my friend. <laughs> no more of that stuff. I, uh, yeah, it was it was man. After that, then I was just running around. I am just exhausted. But uh, yeah, but I'm here. I'm queer. I will not disappear. Dumpy um, Entertainment wants a cheesesteak. Oh, Dopey Entertainment. Dopey Entertainment. Oh, the dopester. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Gino's Cheesesteaks, uh, Tonic Waters, uh, dumping a bunch of money in the slots, and then drove home. It was scary. Dumping a bunch of money in the sluts? Yeah, no sluts. That's there. me. Uh, it was a little. I'm a slut. <laughs> it was a little like the, the minute I walked in, some homeless person hit me up for money. <laughs> it was uh, like one of those. It's like it, going down to to Yonkers to the casino. Oh, it was exactly like Yonkers. All right. It was just you know, it's like I need to get Dude, some money for. Am, like am a, I wrong? Not to go too far off track, but is the casino up in Catskill? Aren't they're opening like a fucking casino in like the Middletown Mall or some shit like that in Newburgh? Yeah, in Newburgh Mall. It's in the mall. A casino. Yes. And the one up in the Catskills is really nice. Is it? I gotta get up there. It's 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 clean. Do they have bingo? I don't think so. Then I'm not going. Uh, so what do you have in store for the topics in movies? Oh, I watched some movies. I got some screeners from the SAG Entertainment people. Oh yeah, we got a ton of movies, a ton of music actually, and a, ton and a of shit TV. ton of fucking news. Yeah. So why don't we? Uh, well, first, I I don't want to be rude, pal. What, what's new with you? Nothing. <laughs> Wow. Okay. No, not much. It's the same old shit with me. Yeah. I mean, nothing. Nothing super crazy or important. Nothing. Nothing crazy. You don't have to move. Nope. You don't have to. I got my wife's kiln. It you... finally came. Oh. I set you... it up. It's did... just, we just need the electric hooked up. I'm waiting for my guy. Please tell me you're gonna do the. You're gonna reenact the ghost oh, thing. That's when her uh, her uh, pottery wheel comes. Oh. Oh. She'll be down that's there. That's right. Out. The kiln. Yeah. It's not the. You know what I gotta get for that though? What's that? I gotta get me a Jar Jar Binks mask. <laughs> Oh, you want the Gungan wiener? Oh, Misa wants you. Misa wants you so bad. Misa wants you. The Gungan oh. wiener. Oh, excuse me. That's right. <laughs> no, nah, nothing with me. All right. Well, when you do get that pottery wheel, I expect a full reenactment of oh, Ghost. Hell and, yeah. And I'll set up a GoPro and record it, too. Please. I, I would freaking. And I will. I got to find me a fucking Jar Jar Binks <laughs> mask just for it. And then he bent me over. She'll be Gungan Wiener. That's right. You want the Gungan <laughs> Which, wiener. by the way, if you if you don't know what we're talking about, go on our freaking YouTube page and watch our animation. We haven't done an animation. I know. I, we got to pick a bit out of one of the f- past episodes that I can animate. Yeah. We haven't really gone on too much of a rant as far as the what's new stuff, but we no. will. We will definitely. So, yes. Uh, well, good to hear that. Uh, you know, there's ghosts status in your quo. house, and you know, things. Are, I wish my life was status quo. I really do. See, I lost my beard and my hair. You know, I might you, lose mine soon too. I'm getting tired of it. You know, dude. When you get to a point where you're so, str- first of all, Manal looked at me, and I had these beads on because I I was cleaning my daughter's room, and I found these like healing beads. And I was like, oh, I'll just put them on. Like, I, I do that sometimes if I'm cleaning. I just put stuff on. And we're driving. We went out to dinner. And she's looking at me. And my hair is, like, longer than yours. It's freaking my beard. My goatee was like this. And I had the beads on. She's like, you look like a fucking homeless hippie. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. You look like Captain Lou Albano. I did, man. I was trying to put a, band, a, a, band, rubber, band. a, a rubber band in there. But... You know when you get so stressed out and you're just like you, you just you need to do something. You don't want to cut. You don't want to yeah. slam your dick in the door. This I did this. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, when you don't have the alcohol and the drugs, you got to, uh, you know, do other things. So um, definitely. So cool. Uh, yeah. So enough about that noise uh, about self-harm, which please don't do that. It's stupid. Uh, do we have any uh, lighter stuff like news? There's a lot of news. Jar Jar mask wearing Jar Jar mask wearing twerk content. You say we're excited. We have people talking to us on a podcast. <laughs> oh um, yeah, it's Jar Jar doing his uh, best. Uh, yeah, ghost impersonation. Exactly. Check it out. We'll we'll send you the link. <laughs> but anyway, uh, how's the news going there, buddy? So we'll 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 do rapid fire news since we got a lot to get to. Um, I guess we say goodbye to David Crosby. Um, uh, I'm gonna file yes. that under. Can I help you, sir? Yes, what is this? Huh? This is whack! I can't get jiggy with this shit! I thought you were dead. I, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know he was still alive. Yeah, you know, it... Yeah, I mean, it, it was one of those where it's just like, really? Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. Deja Vu, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. One of my top... Sure. Top five, maybe top ten. Um great album i mean neil young has a lot to do with it he's kind of like the joe walsh of the eagles he yeah. made them cool um but yeah you know kind of sad also the sperm donor of melissa Etheridge's kids yes by which, sperm donor not um didn't have sex with her no <laughs> no shot it in a cup that's and right apparently handed it over which you know if you're looking for a parent of your child you know I definitely want, well no I was gonna say <laughs> I want a, I want a former junkie wait my kids have a former junkie is it never mind yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean you know um, you know I said well you got the musical talent but you also got the huge opiate dependency yeah um, but yeah it was one of those things where it's like dude David Crosby's dead and I'm like you know you you know the first thing that came into my head well we chewed on David Crosby but, but we, we spit him out. <laughs> All gonna, the punks are gonna scream yippee Cause it's the thing that only eats hippies That's the first thing that came into my oh, head Oh yeah And a spit on David Oh freaking dead milk then Jesus God damn it I love those guys They're still, they're still around too Yeah it's just uh, I don't know Yeah I don't know if they It's not the same out. But you know That freaking greatest hits album they put out Is freaking amazing Yeah but, yeah, R.I.P. to David Crosby. File you know, this. File this one under what the fuck? Now Nash and Young are going. Uh, Cross Stills Nash. They're like, are they still around? I guess. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Look it up, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Filing this under the under under the what the fuck? Jared Leto is gonna be, uh, you know, Morbin time. Jared Leto. Oh is, yeah. Is cast as the lead in the new uh, Tron movie. I know my typing in our list was like a little. They're making a Tron three. Like I needed that. Yeah. It, I I was. Somewhat disappointed by Tron 2. Ah, uh, yeah, I didn't see Tron 2. I, I did. I was kind of disappointed, but maybe it's the nostalgia of the original Tron. But mm. why do I need a fucking Tron 3? And Jared Leto, God damn it. Just go back to 30 Seconds to Mars, all right? Yeah. And call I it mean, a day. Even that. It's like, if you've ever watched the... Uh, they had one hit, and that was it. Yeah. I mean, they're a good band. Um, I like his music better than his acting on a lot of stuff. Yes. I mean, Dallas Buyers Club, he was good. Um that what is what is they they did they did put out a documentary on they got thirty seconds to Mars got screwed oh yeah screwed and it was actually interesting because they broke down the whole you know how 
you know, everybody talks about like TLC and stuff like you made $30 million. How are you broke? Well, this is how we got broke, you yeah. know, and the record company. Fuck them over. Well, again, if you listen to, I guess it was on Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Sally Field. No, no, no. The singer, <laughs> the, the the freaking hippy dippy kind of uh, granola eaten. Uh, oh, my God. She's got like the, the one name name. Jewel. Jewel was on Joe Rogan. Snaggletooth. Yeah, Jewel was on Joe. I think it was Jewel was on Joe Rogan, and like she was talking about how like her first album, the only reason she made a shit ton of money was because she took no money up front. That's the way, and you're that's how they to, fuck you. That's how you're supposed to do it because it's very tempting to take that advance. Like I hear these stories. I don't know if this is the music part, but like I hear these stories about bands that like took like you know back then they were throwing money. It's like we talked about that yeah. Descendants documentary where. They, they, one of the all albums, they were like, it was like the early 90s where record companies were just giving out record contracts for sure. like, and they took the money, and that's what built the studio for his, for uh, the blasting room. But yeah, it's like, that's a smart thing if you're in the know of the music business, not like I am, but I kind of am. But like, yeah, you take a low, we like we did it on our record where it's like, we don't want a big advance. We'll record the album for five grand. Right. Um, but we want a bigger percentage of the sales. Well, so if it sells, you know, you're not making pennies on the dollar. And what a lot of people don't realize too, is like these record, co- these record companies make it seem like they're doing you a favor. And it's like, we're going to give you a million dollars and we're going to put you on tour. And we're going to do this and you don't have to pay anything, but all the money to pay for that is coming out of the earnings oh, that yeah. you should have gotten. Oh yeah. It ain't free. Like I remember, even though we took a small percentage and took more of the points, um, we only sold a couple thousand records but they gave us like, okay, here's you know, here's the money for your record. Oh, and you're gonna make a video. We'll pay for that. We're gonna pay for that. Next thing you know, it's like, okay, we spent, you know, it's kind of like movies where it's like they'll say, oh, we spent five thousand to record it. Oh, but you spend another five thousand or ten thousand on marketing. Yep. And so now you're up to fifteen thousand, and the points on your record, you made about a thousand. Yeah. So you ain't gonna see shit. Nope. <laughs> you know. So. You know, take that into mind now. People just put it out themselves. Fuck it. You know, we'll get into the uh, the music portion later. But yeah, a little quickie dicky on this one. Um, David Ayer says that Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad cut was vastly better. His va- his was. Can we say air cut? <laughs> I mean, are we going to get it? The original cut of that? That's probably not. No, I mean, I've heard that before that they said, oh, you know, the. the Director's cut is so much better. Blah, blah, blah. We might see it down the line, but I think with James Gunn's Suicide Squad, you know, it kind the of the Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, kind of erased that yeah. original one. So I'd, I'd still be interesting. Um, again, in D, some DC news. Ooh, uh, Mark, <laughs> go ahead and do that one again. Ooh, oh, is that you, Batman? Uh, Mark Hamill has said that he, with after the passing of Kevin Conroy, he will no longer be doing the Joker. And that is because their Joker Batman was a true partnership, yeah. and it just doesn't seem right. He can't do it without Kevin, which it, I get. It, I, may, it makes sense. Um, I I don't blame him on that. I think that whole animated Batman series is. They were talking about doing another one, and, right? And then it, they had it in production, and then we're like, nah. Yeah, I mean, everybody loves the con. <clears throat> you know, now with Kevin Conroy gone, I I can see it not happening i never really to be honest i never really got into the batman animated oh, series there see, are some good ones i got into that batman animated series because i used to come home when we lived in cold spring and just watch it after work yeah i mean it wasn't bad you know like i said we had talked on previous episodes about my hang up with animation yeah 
you know so i was just kind of like well, what's this fucking cartoon um, shit? Here, here's <laughs> another not. one that i'm like i'm like this is are you trying i think this is a late to the nostalgia train okay this next one that eddie murphy is coming back for beverly hills cop four all right oh, who gives a fuck i mean i didn't put it down on our news but also eddie murphy came out and said he wants nothing to do with the haunted mansion reboot because he doesn't want the uh image of his haunted mansion to taint the new one because his wasn't that good he says oh no it was not good at all so, whatever <laughs> um but he, I'm, I'm glad to see eddie murphy's acting again though he well, did yeah. that dolomite movie that was freaking awesome oh yeah you um know? uh D news oh it's D i'm with the legends of your it's D never gets the lady before um I don't know how much you know the backstory of what's going on with uh, Dio- Dungeons and Dragons and the Wizards of the Coast and their online, ga- their uh, whatever, the original gaming licensor of it. Yes, I do. Actually, a little So bit. for those people who don't know, here's the, the quick and dirty, break it down simple. The, the, ga- the license that Wizards, Wizards of the Coast own the copyright to D&D. Mm-hmm. And they have an open cop. Uh, what is it? Open gaming license where you can take the the um, campaigns from D and D that are the official copyrighted campaigns, mm-hmm. change them, alter them, do stuff, and then republish them so other people can use them. Yeah. And they were allowing people to do that and sell them. That was the big thing. Yeah. And then they were like, "No, you can't do that. We want some. Of that. You can do that until you make this much, and then we want a cut of the money." Which the cut of the money is actually really substantial. It's yeah. not like. If you made a hundred bucks, we're taking fifty. It's like if I think it, the number, if I'm not mistaken, was like seven hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. If you're gonna make over that, we kind of want a cut of that. Which, first of all, who's making seven hundred fifty thousand dollars selling like custom altered campaigns? Exactly. It's kind of like I compare it a lot to like the fan fiction films, right? Where you know there was that one with Vader. And there's a couple of the Han Solo one that yeah. uh, that guy did where they were really really good. But they can't monetize it right. because it's not their property. But in the past, Wizards before of the Coast Dis- let you. Yeah, but in the past, like with, with before it was bought by Disney, Lucasfilm encouraged that shit. Yeah, you could be make your own fan fictions, put it online if you need to monetize it. But it's a different time now. You know? So, so in reaction to that, I mean, and I know they backstepped on that and were like, "Never mind, forget it," and then. They went back on that, and now they're asking for the money again. So, yeah. in retaliation. The fans, D&D fans, D&D gamers are boycotting the D&D movie. I mean, you tell people, like, hit him in the pocketbook. Yeah, that's so. true. I, I, Look, I'm a big component of that, too, where people complain. It component? was funny. Component. Proponent? Proponent. Proponent. Purpose? Porpoise? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. No, I'm a big believer in. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we had talked. I had just posted something recently on the Facebook page about this whole Pantera thing. Yeah, um, which I was going to bring up in the news, but and Vern, good old Vern from Breach the Asylum, was just like, "I don't care." You know, I just want to hear the music, and I'm I'm not going to let people. I was like, "Look, man, good on you if you like it." Me personally, if I don't want to see this, I won't support it. Yeah, but people complain about Pantera and even when Guns N' Roses when it was just Axel, and I was like. Look, he's still selling out stadiums. Yeah. If you don't want him to do it, don't go. Don't buy the tickets and they'll cancel the shows. Yeah. They don't make any money. They won't do it. So as long as people are doing it, we, you know, people complain all the time 
and like I said, I keep saying we'll get back into the music one, but there's a new single that came out, and there's that whole thing with both Pantera and Metallica, yeah, where people were bitching about the thing. Look, if you don't, you don't like it. Don't, if uh, if you don't support it, it'll go away. Yep, that's as simple as that. Let, I'm off my freaking. Okay, old box. man shouting at the clouds. <laughs> Um, last piece of news on, and I don't know how much I give a shit about this, but I felt I had to mention it. Um, we're already in guaranteed a Megan sequel, Megan 2.0 nice. in 2025. Have you seen the Megan movie? I have not seen it. Me neither. Um, but I heard that it's a typical, and I applaud Blumhouse sure. for doing this because they take movies and they do a small budget and they put out good quality stuff and like. From what I heard, that Megan movie cost twelve million. The first week, it's up to forty-five million. Win-win, chicken. Yeah. So of course you're gonna get a sequel. It. I mean, I've seen the description of it, and I'm like, all right, well, it's a child's play kind of thing, but yeah. not as. And I heard that also with Megan that, you know, same thing with the era cut, right? They're like, it's PG thirteen. The the Megan that's out in the theaters, they're right. like, oh, we did an R version. It was way more gory or way more. I'm like. Maybe I'll wait for that. I'll wait for it to come out. I'm sure they're going to put that out and, you know, do that. And uh, I'm all in for the Beverly Hills Cop 4. All right. Yeah. Uh, right Bernie. there. Bernie. Bernie. Yeah. We were just talking about you. Uh, listen, you like your Pantera with Zach and Charlie? By all means, go for it. I It's it's not Pantera. It's not my Pantera. Enjoy it's like, it. Look, I love Enjoy the dead it. Kennedys, but without Jello Biafra, I don't care about them. Yeah. Yeah. Call it something else. Call it freaking five minutes alone or call it uh, Far Beyond Driven. Well, yeah. Well, at least celebrating the music. At least don't call it At least when Milo left the Descendants, they kept kind of making Descendants music, but called it all. You relate it to the original Descendants stuff because of all. Yeah. And the album all and all that other stuff. So there's a connection, but they're like, we're not the Descendants because we don't have Milo. But we're giving you the same product you liked from the Descendants. Mm -hmm. Just... With a different singer and everything? Yeah. Even when Dio went back to Black Sabbath, they called it Heaven and Hell. More money calling it Pantera. You're right. That's right. It's all about the pocketbook. Yeah. I mean, don't get it twisted. They're all talking, man, we're going to celebrate the Abbott brothers. No, you're not. You're making fucking money. Yep. Let's, let's, let's call a spade a spade. Oh, good for you, man. I think it's, you know, if I end up, I was thinking about, we'll talk about it with the Metallica stuff, but like, I was thinking about going to that show. Yeah. Because I want to see it. Metallica? Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, I can't. Um, I anyway. Haven't, I haven't seen them since. That's my news. John, you got any news? Hey, look, man, if you want to support, uh, you know, music, support us. Oh, that is definitely a lie. They are in it for the cash. Exactly. exactly. I'm, I'm glad, my brother, we're on the same page. Go out and buy yourself a Sack of Sin t-shirt. This is a, a classic. We talked Custom. about Permanent Hangover on the Clips Ahoy, which, by the way, if you want to watch Clips Ahoy, um, I've been putting some clips out. This is the official Permanent Hangover shirt that my boy made for me, which I love. And uh, it's got you, the Sack of Sin logo on the back, too. Yeah. If you go to the Sack of Sin showcase coming up on March 11th, you will be maybe if my boy is printing we away we like in his little sweatshop, we might be able to give you some of these. Oh, so I got to get my children to work, you know, that yeah. child labor. We got to have child sweat in these shirts. <laughs> I could just see Xander going. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> sweat coming off his brow. Me standing behind him, wagging a finger like, print those shirts, kid. Print those. Sh- I smell enemy. 
animation. Print those shirts, you little bastard. But dad, dad, can I get a drink? No, you're not getting water on my shirts. You do 15 shirts, we're going to get you on so that you can use the Pittsburgh toilet downstairs. Now get to work. fashion cider. fashion cider. Oh God. So anyway, yeah, go to sackasin.com, click on the merch page, and you know what? If you type in the offer code SACUP, S-A-C-K-U-P, you will get 20% off your order. Nice. SACUPSIN.com. Click on the merch page. Get yourself a yikes. I put up a new Ghetto Fabulous shirt. It's Ghetto Fabulous. fabulous. It's Ghetto Fabulous. Um, So pick that up. Pick up a yikes t-shirt. We got a bunch. Or you can get these handmade ones that are freaking awesome. I love it. We'll get you it should love show. it, too. So anyway. We'll have a limited run. Yes. It's a limited edition. Limited edition. So, so I don't know where you want to go next. Uh, let's. Movies, TVs, or. We, this is something we kind of impromptu just threw in there. Trailers. Yes. Trailer talk. The only trailer. I, I, I got like, to get, get back on the freaking. Uh, I had trailers mm-hmm. listed, but like. It's been so long for some of these. Like I had the uh, Bo is Afraid. Which eh, I had the Quantumanium one, yeah, that came out. I'm past that now. Mm-hmm. I know there's just I haven't watched it, and I'm not gonna do a reaction because we got too much to get to. But the Scream Six trailer, I thought it was amazing. I I, I, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you haven't seen no. it? Um, we'll, we'll but watch the Mandalorian it. season three trailer, mm. that I'll talk about. You got some Babu Frick in there. Oh, you got Babu hey! Frick. Hey! <laughs> I was like, the only good thing out of the sequel trilogy. <laughs> you know, I'm watching and I'm thinking, I don't know what your feelings on the next season, like what your predictions are. Mm. I'm starting to realize, and I heard this through one of the other podcasts, and it like fucking just stuck with me. I'm like, holy shit, he's got a point that this is all leading up to the fact that, you know, Grogu yes. is actually the Mandalorian. Well, I think he's training to be it because he had to pick. Right. The voiceover is like what it means to be a Mandalorian. He's like, and that's not like him doing a thing for us. That I think that's him talking to Grogu and training him and to be teaching him what it is to be a Mandalorian. Because Grogu has said, I don't want to be a Jedi. I want to go with you. Yeah. And I have a feeling at some point we're watching Grogu kick ass. Mm. He sends that freaking thing out the freaking cave and he's coming out. He's like falling into his powers. Yeah. I think, and I know you watched a lot of the animated, I think he's going to be a Mandalorian. Oh, and yeah. He's going to take, uh, Bo-Katan is going to take the Darksaber mm-hmm. um, from, oh my God. I like where you're going. From right. Jin. Yes. And then once he she has that, he Grogu's going to get pissed off. Grogu's going to get pissed off, right? And immediately attack her and take the dark saber from her. Uh-huh. Because her house is cursed because they took that dark saber back when without earning it because you have to earn it through foot battle. Yep. And they just took it. So I think he's going to get pissed off that sh- she just beat him and then go after her, kick ass on her, take the dark saber and you light unite all of Mandalore behind him. Damn, you went you went deep into that. 
Because all I think what we're seeing when you see all those Mandalorians on the hills and coming in that we don't know who they are. Yeah. I think there's been a call for all the tribes of Mandalore to come back to Mandalore. Mm. And they're all making their way back to somewhere. I don't know if it's Mandalore or somewhere else, but they're all making their way back for like a, a meet of like, hey, we need to be a united people because there's not that many of us left. Yeah, because there's the one that are the true Mandalorians that are like, don't take the helmet off. And even Jin's going to Mandalore to kind of. You know, confess to his sins right. and stuff like that. But well, then there's the book. The what bo- is it? The living, the living lake under of. Uh, uh, she, he has to bathe in the waters of the living lake of uh, in the depths of Mandalore. He has to bathe in the water of Lake Minnetonka. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, I think that there. Yeah, it's going to be a gathering of of the Mandalores because you have the Bo-Katan people with that are just right. like they make their own rules. It's kind of like religion, right? Yeah. Some religions are freaking hardcore. Some are like. Yeah, you could jerk off on Sundays, but you know, like you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I think it's gonna be really good. Uh, I mean, it's it's you know, I I like it's, and I heard somebody describe Mandalorian the best way because people go, you know, for me, Andor, Andor, Andor was so great. Sure. Mandalorian is it's got the best of both worlds. It's yeah. got the Andor serious kind of thing, but it's also and the got, regular people. Yeah, and it's also got the goofy kind of. Alien Star Wars space battle pew pew kind of stuff. So you get right. the best of both worlds on. So that's why I think that I would say Mandalorian definitely edges over uh Andor. Yeah, um, and it's really weird because I also heard someone mention that in um the the last trilogy with uh what's her name and what's his name and what's her name? Uh <laughs> the last trilogy of, of Star Wars movies. I I'm the Ray and the and the, Ray, and the, the that the, <laughs> they we go from like we fucking defeated the empire to all of a sudden they're back in control. Like, how did this happen? And there's nothing to fill it in. And it's really funny that the shows are what's supporting the movies, not the movies supporting the shows anymore. Yeah. And we're filling in that space of like, how did the empire come back into power when they had been just pushed out and defeated? And we're starting to see that in all these series. I think it's going to tie it all up. Yeah, and I seriously think, too, with all the other shows that are coming out, whether The Acolyte, um, Ahsoka, uh, Skeleton Crew, they're all based around this similar time timeline. Right. So I think Favreau and Filoni are going to come up with, like, if they were smart, which obviously they are. Another but trilogy? Not even another trilogy, but, like, take all these shows... And combine them into one Avengers level freaking, you know, whether it's a TV thing or if it's even a movie. You right. Could get That's all these I mean. people. Yeah. And what's great about the the TV shows is they fill in those gaps. Yeah. You know, like the Andors and the stuff. It's like you get confused with the timeline. But at the same time, like the beauty of it is these movies, there's always a time jump. Right. So you're like, what the fuck happened between, you know, Empire and Jedi or what happened between this and this? Um, and you could follow up. Like, I, like I've said in the past. My favorite trilogy to watch is Revenge of the Sith, Rogue One, and To a New Hope. Yep. They get their medals. They're all happy, and they blew up the Death Star. Done. I'm, <laughs> I'm done. I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. You see them turn into Vader. You know, you get the, the Death Star plans. Then you see the Death Star blow up. Chewie gets a medal. Well, Chewie doesn't get a medal, so he doesn't get it until the Fucking ninth. Fucking Chewie. It's not even his medal. Um, yeah. <laughs> the last, the last trailer that I watched, and we don't have to get into it, but like, it, it, I thought it was kind of funny. I can't wait to see what they do with this. Is the Fortnite Hulu special event the trailer for History of the World Part Two? Jews? It no, but they're doing Mel- Hitler on Ice. Are they yeah. doing that? One? They better have a Hitler on Ice, and they better have a Jews in space. I, you know, I can't believe they're actually finally doing it. I know. 
it's I, but in this politically that, correct climate i'm like what the fuck are they gonna do i i'm afraid the pendulum has swung too much the other way and they're just gonna be like well we have to make fun of this and we have to make fun of that uh mm. you know i i think so but also it's mel brooks yeah mel he brooks doesn't give don't a give a fuck that's what i love about him like i remember during the pandemic um his son was had him uh he was visiting his father, yeah. Mel, and he was Mel was in his house like this, like, and I was like, "Protect that man at all times. He is a fucking national treasure. Do not let that guy die of COVID." Nothing happens to Mel. Nothing happens to Mel. That man better he better do the hundred and what is it, the thousand year old man or whatever That's he right. used to do. God bless that man. So I think if anybody could break this cycle of wokeness, fucking he can. Yeah, you know, let him do freaking Hitler on ice. Let him do Jews in space. Do it, man. Don't back out. Don't be a puss. Yeah. Do it. All right? Yep. But anyway, Scream 6, really good. <laughs> okay. I'm going to watch it later. That's right. You haven't seen it, but we'll, we'll watch it after we get off mic. We'll, we'll touch each other. And so so movies. Have you seen any movies in the past couple of weeks? You know, I did see one, uh, and it was one that you watched, Ooh. and I decided, Manal and I were like, she said, oh, I heard this movie was good. I was like, you know, John was talking about it on the pod. Uh, we watched The Menu. Yep. Yeah. I can't decide whether I like it or That's not. That's how I felt. There was parts of it that I was like, oh, and parts of it I was like, oh, give me a fucking break. It was so weird because we were watching it, and it was definitely, it had a cool premise, and it was interesting, but, like, there's so, like, there's so many questions yeah. unanswered, and I was just like, well, this is cool. It's kind of cool, like, creepy. Uh, I don't know if I liked it. Like, I, I'm like, well, you know, okay, so, you know, spoiler, spoiler, in my blah blah blah, um, the 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 girl that was invited, yeah, with the foodie, the hooker, yeah, the hooker that basically watched the old man jerk off that got his hand cut off, right? Yeah, it's spoilers, <laughs> um, <laughs> whatever. Um, I'm saving you some time. Um, so everybody, I, at first I was like, okay, she got away. Um, the way she got away was fucking like okay. So you appealed to his. Love of cooking back then because he used to make cheeseburgers. The thing that the made thing. him want to be a cook. Yeah. So she did that. He made the cheeseburger and then let her go. So I'm like, okay, well, out of all the people there, you know, everybody did fucked up shit. So they deserve to be s'mores. And she gets to go. And I'm like, yeah, that's good. And then I thought about it and I'm like, no, but she's a hooker. She watched the guy jerk off. And like, so she's part of that. She should have fucking been roasted too. Why did she get to go away? But, but I don't think she was. I think it's because she wasn't doing anything dishonest. She was being real, and all those other people were fake. Yeah, and and putting on a show and not being honest. And I think that's why her order of the cheeseburger appealed to him because he was like, "Wow, like that's honest. That's what people want. People order this fancy shit, schmancy shit, and they're yeah. like, oh my god, oh my god, you don't understand.' When people just want something good to eat." Yeah. And she showed him like, hey, I just want something good to eat. And he's like, and I just want to cook something that's good that people don't have to make up shit about. Yeah. Like, man, that was a juicy fucking cheeseburger. Yeah. And, you know, people were the people that were coming in like, I hate. I'm sorry to people. I, I fucking hate foodies. Oh, I just God, like, I do too. And they were doing all that. You know, first of all, the, the one the one group of guys, they were just fucking poser fakers. Like, oh, yeah. Just. And then you have Leguizamo, who's always a treat. Um, mm. But yeah, it was it was one of those where. And then I'm like, okay, well, the, the so we got that. So they left, and then 
all the other chefs that were there, they know they were going to die. Like, why would they sign up for this shit? Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, like, are you that? I mean, sure. Th- that there's was my problem. Jo- like, there's people in Jonestown that drank the fucking Kool-Aid, but like, is he that much of a big chef that people would freaking want to die? You know, well, like, and that was my thing. Like, especially after the first guy gets his throat slit, it's like, as I don't know how committed you are after actually watching one of your work, like your coworkers dying. Like, wait, this, this shit's for real. I'm gonna die at the end. I don't want to fucking die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they were all just like, all into. It. Apparently, they all knew. Yeah. Now I thought it would be cooler if the chefs. The other cooks didn't know. Right. And they were like, oh, wait, fuck, wait, wait, we're going to die. You know, like, but then there would have been a revolt. I get it. But like, yeah, that was the only movie I watched this this week. I want to watch that movie Sick that's on. Pe- oh, yes. Okay. I was hoping to see it with Violet. Maybe we'll see it this weekend because she's my little horror queen. Um, But that looks good. That's a pandemic. But it, it's talking about Scream 6. It's. The writer, Kevin Williamson, who wrote the screen movies, wrote this movie sick. Oh. And it looks good. It's a typical slasher based in the pandemic. Somebody had to do it eventually. Fuck so yeah. uh, that should be good. But yeah, that's the only. What did you see movie wise there, uh, old chum? Well, thank you. Wait, you speak whale? I saw the whale. I've dated a few. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Shots fired. Oh, boy. Shots fired. I wish I knew where my fucking rim shot was. <laughs> I guess I'll settle for the rim job. Um, yes. Yeah, okay. So, uh, I watched The Whale. I've been dying to, to It was see good. It. Okay. I, again, like most people are saying, I don't think it's worthy of all the hype it's getting. I, You know, you did show me the first two minutes of it, and... It Spoiler, was, guys, the first two minutes is a overweight, very grossly overweight Brendan Fraser in a chair watching gay porn masturbating. Yeah, and you don't even see his dick. Like how, He doesn't even see his dick. I don't think he's seen his dick since the 80s. Um, Not the real life B. Fraser. Yeah, no. B. Totally. Fraser is, is a slim, Another one. slim gentleman. Um, not not anymore. Nah, he's still a little Dude, junky, he's, well, he, well, anyway, we won't get into he's that. Not, he's, not, he's not the whale, like literally. Yeah, he's not... Uh, uh, George of the Jungle anymore. No, no, but he's also not. But who Walter. is, you know? He's not also Walter Hudson either. True. Fix me one of them Dick Gregory's. <laughs> um, I liked it. It was entertaining. I did very much the whole time I'm watching it. I'm like, I can see where it was a play. Yeah, because it's a one. It's it, Apparently, it's all based in that one set in the, the apartment. Right. They do have other things like um, there's a couple of scenes like outside on the front, sto- like with his friend the woman who helps take care of him and the guy who's like the you know religious guy or whatever the jehovah's wit the the replacement for the jehovah's witness yes i mean it was i i enjoyed it yeah i mean like like we've been saying even before you saw it like brendan fraser fraser yeah needs a win you know he does and it's, i think this I, is his I'm, win finally. yeah and i'm so happy like certain actors like as much as everybody like goose on adam sandler and his like first of all I get it. It's you know, for every Jack and Jill, there's a Happy Madison, yeah, or or a a, a happy a Happy Gilmore and a Billy Madison. Um, when he got the thing for Uncut Gems, I thought Uncut Gems was great. Um, you know, people like that. It's just like, and it was cute. If you ever get a chance on YouTube, they did a uh, like a actor on actor interview. And right. It was Adam Sandler interviewing Brendan Fraser. Oh. And it was so cool, like because you forget they did Airheads together, yeah, and all that stuff. And he's like, "Yeah, good on you." And the two of them, I'm like, the two least likely, yeah, you know, 
I don't. I mean, I don't think Sandler got an Oscar for that, but he did. I mean, people praised the shit. Well, out Well, he is up for a Golden Globe, not a Golden Globe, a SAG Award for the movie Hustle. Yeah. Which a lot of times you see things that have gone to the Golden Globes, things that have gone to the SAG Awards, and then the next thing after that yeah. is the Academy Awards. So you start to see like the the trend. So now I'm interested to see what happens with Hustle if he's going to get recognized for that. I think it's a long shot for it him, is. but you know, considering it's pretty stacked with some I, I can crazy see stuff. now Brendan Fraser's up for a SAG Award for I don't know if he got he got what, a he Golden won- Globe. Did he win the Golden Globe? I think I, he definitely won the SAG. I no, think. the SAG hasn't happened yet. Oh, they oh, just uh, uh, the, then he won the Golden was Globe. Was the Critics' Choice? Yeah, I think the Critics' Choice. I think he was up for Golden Globe. I don't know if he won it, but he's up for a SAG award, and we'll see how that goes. I'm guaranteeing he's at least going to get an Academy nomination. Yeah, it's like um, whether or Angela, not he'll win. Yeah, it's like Angela Bassett in Wakanda Forever. Everybody's like, oh, she's the one. She's the one. You know. Yeah. Everybody's like, okay, we'll see. You know, I still haven't seen. Uh, everything everywhere all at once, which I'm dying so to. Good. I want to see it this weekend. I just short round winning that Golden Globe was just beautiful. Yeah. Well, and then, people like that. I'm happy to see the Brendan yeah. Fraser's and the and the. I, I, I can't. I, say I, sorry, name. I can't remember his short name. Round. Short round. Um, Data. Yeah. No, no time for love, Doctor Jones. He was. You know. He, he's my great pinches at, apparel. I've been saved by my pinches apparel. Yeah, and it's just it's great to see. And they also did another round table thing with right. him and. Some other ones. So it's good to see these actors that were like pretty much like you thought they were going to be a one hit wonder. And now they're back. Actually. Yeah. I mean, you know, don't get it twisted. I mean, Adam Sandler's made some fucking shit dog movies. Oh, yeah. You know, for every. But like I said, for every he gets a pass. I think he's doing the uh, Jim Carrey thing Mm -hmm. where he made all these fucking crazy outlandish comedies that were nostalgic and their go to. Everybody's like, I could watch. I mean, I could watch Ace Ventura tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could watch. Happy Gilmore and and those movies yep. anytime, uh, and then they just start leaning into making that transition and making a couple of shit movies, yeah, and then really start heavy leaning into the dramatic roles. Yeah, I mean, look, I enjoy Grown Ups. I enjoy the, look. You're the one that's. I, yeah. I, I don't know why I don't like that movie. I I like the cast. I like you get, you yeah. get the sand. It's basically like, you could tell when they when they did that movie that like he just got a bunch of his friends together just have a blast. Like oh, yeah. why not? It's like Adam Sandler, if you've noticed in all of his movies, his wives, like fucking tens. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he's like, oh, who am I going to get for my, uh, uh, oh, let's get, you know, like every freaking hot, yeah, you know, 10 is his wife in his movies. And I'm like, good on you, man. Good on you that you're like, well, you, you, you know, you, why not? Use, abuse that power. I'm why gonna, not? I'm going to make the, uh, the uh, wasp connection here. So he gets a bunch of his friends like J.J. Abrams and all of his friends make stuff together. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw the report that like the Cloverfield monster, they actually confirmed the origins of what it why it I, was. I heard, but I don't know what it was. It was it was a baby alien freaking out on Earth looking for its family. Really? That's what it's basically supposed to be. I that know, that I, thing tearing apart in New York City yeah. was one alien in this group of aliens that went to, fell on Earth and is like, oh, my God, where's everybody else? Like a panicked child searching for its mom. Wow. Yeah, I mean, those movies. I had 10 Cloverfield <clears throat> Lane. I didn't see the Paradox one. Um, but that first Cloverfield is one of my favorites. Oh, like, yeah. It's just such a well done. Well, I mean, ugh, I think well, it was Stas. Maybe it was Stas who posted it on Facebook that he was watching it on a, on a big TV. Somebody posted they were watching it on it a... It was Jerry, yeah. On, okay, Jerry yeah. was watching it on a 4K TV and all that stuff. And I was like, 
wow, man, I have not seen that movie in forever, and I got a nice new TV. Maybe I'll go watch it. It's been on, like, if it's been on some of the cable ones. I've caught glimpses of it. And right. It's, and I think Stash made the, the, the comparison of, like, the motion sickness thing, kind of like Blair Witch. Like, right. you try to watch it. But Jerry made a good point. I mean, some of you people are like, who are these people? They're our friends, right? <laughs> um, he said, well, when you're in a theater, it's very jarring. And it's right. very, like, but when you're watching it at home, on a, even if you have a big TV, it's not going to. It's it's a lot easier because you've got the whole room around you to re- remind you like yes. you're not really moving yes and that's that's kind of like what I do when I'm on those virtual rides like right. when you go on soaring in Epcot oh, have yeah. you ever been on that you're every like, now and then you just gotta look at the floor I just look at the side I'm like okay where that's a screen because <laughs> yep. I'm like I'm going to die hey brain that's a screen okay don't puke <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah a lot of good stuff out movie wise um, a lot of good stuff coming I mean January is usually a a slow month, but like, man, gearing up. We got Quantum Mania. We got freaking February and March are gonna be nuts. Oh, between Evil Dead and Scream, and oh my God, it's just gonna be a- and TV stuff that's coming. Yeah. Um. T- speaking of TV, hey, I got a whole segue. bunch of new shows, but I'm just gonna bring it down to these three. Okay. Um. I started watching Vikings of Valhalla. Okay. It's a continuation of the original Viking series that was on like TNT or whatever. Oh yeah. But it fast people... forwards and it follows Leif Erikson. Oh, not yeah. to be confused with Leaf Garrett, right? <laughs> um, I, I'm in, I'm enjoying it. I'm almost done with season two. There's two seasons. It was one of those like it pops up on Netflix, like mm. new season. I'm like, I haven't watched the old season. Oh, good thing. Yeah, I mean, good times. the good original times. Viking show. I got like four seasons into it. I was like, fuck it, I I bailed. It's good. I heard good things about it. You know, um, my kids, my... my daughter was watching, and a bunch of my students. I saw them at school watching on Netflix and study hall and shit like that. We're in the mm. library watching this show on Netflix, Ginny and Georgia. Okay. Uh, it, it's all right. It's, it's an, fun. It's, it's That's another... the one I sent you the clip where they're talking about uh, Big Dick Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's Big Dick Dumb. You know, yeah. Big oh. Dick, Little Brain. Oh, yeah. It's like all the blood goes to the dick and not the brain. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I it get reminded it. me of uh, our conversation from a couple of weeks back. <laughs> and the other thing, the other one other one, and I'm going into this one whole. Shit, The Last of Us, the first episode. Yeah, let's let's. That's the big one that we talked so that we should God. talk about. Like, now you you did you play the game? I did, and Mila reminded me. She's like, Dad, I thought you'd honestly be playing the game again now that the show is out. And I was like, Holy shit, you're right. I should. Yeah, but then you get it. Like, I see. I'm the opposite. I wanted to talk to you about it because you've played the game, um, and I've heard it's very like spot on with spot the game. On. I have never played the game. So it's kind of like the Walking Dead crowd where some read the comics, some didn't. So I, they're, I th- but they're changing it. But just don't, from what I understand, they're, they're enhancing it. Yeah. They're taking things out. Like, so did you watch it? Oh, yeah. So you know that scene where they go they go in and she, the girl's sitting on the floor, Ellie's sitting on the floor and they're like, they're going to shoot her. And there's all these people dead. Yeah. In the game, you play that scene. Okay. And those people getting shot and dying. And then it goes into the scene of like, we got to transport her stuff. They cut all that out of the show because it's not necessary. You didn't yeah. need that was something that was, I feel like, was in the game to make you an active participant in the story yeah, early on. Mm-hmm. Just like when Joel and his daughter, all that, yeah. you are actively playing those scenes. It's like, you're clicking through the story, mm-hmm. but then in certain things like with the car you're driving and the, all that stuff to make you an active participant in that intro story, which is great. Yeah, The show gives us all those things that we love from the game and adds for once. We've got to show that when it adds shit, it's purposeful. 
and it's meaningful to the story and it's not annoying as fuck. Yeah, that from what I understand I, is like people that have played the game where they talk about Joel and his daughter, um, you know, when you're playing the game, w- what happens, which I mean, shit, I mean, fucking it's been out for a week. We're going to spoil the shit out of it. But like when his daughter gets killed, um, people that played the game were like, okay, that's sad. But like they've watched it now. They, the, from what I understand for this show, which, by the way, the first episode is 90 minutes. I was like, I think yeah. they're all going to be that long. Well, they were going to cut it. They were actually going to stop the episode at the point where, spoiler, his daughter dies. Mm. Before they do the big time. Or somewhere around there they were going to cut it. But they decided, oh, they were going to cut it with the scene where he throws that kid into the fire. Yeah. Which- to show... He like that transition between him like losing his shit about his daughter dying and holding her to being fucking indifferent about dumping some kid into the fire. Yeah, and that was just that was where they were going to cut it, and they they decided not to. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, yeah, from what I understand, like I said, when people playing the game, yeah, it's like, but what they did, like we're saying, enhancing the story is that you get such a back, like a backstory of the daughter now when she gets offed. You're like people were like just losing their shit, crying because they're yeah. like, "Oh my god!" Yet now I know her so much better because of the show. In the video game, you're just like, you know, you're doing whatever. They gave us more backstory, so we actually care, yeah, and we can actually feel for Joel and like why he's so distraught. Yeah, not that us as parents wouldn't understand that. I do want to call out the fucking guys from what's that channel? I, uh, the guy in the video store. Fuck. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. I don't watch them, but. I'm going to call him out on some shit here because all these people who are doing the reviews of um, Screen Crush. Oh, okay. You know, all these people who are doing reviews of the show, they point out the talk show thing in the beginning. Yes. And they point out the one guy who played Big Head on um, Silicon Valley. Yeah. And then the other guy who's got the cigars like, oh, the fungus. I forget what he, he's been on a bunch of shit. Yeah. And they completely ignore the other fucking guy like he's nobody. And that other guy is the guy who played the fucking Swede on um, Thor Gunderson on that AMC Hell on Wheels show. He's been mm. that guy has been in so much shit. I can't say his name. It's like Christopher Heyerdahl. From what I, you know, looking at the three, he was the one that I recognized. Yeah, <laughs> I was he like, was the one I recognized right off the bat. And the other two, I mean, I recognized him, but I was like, where the fuck? Uh, I couldn't. He's the one who I immediately was like, oh, that's the Swede from fucking Hell on Wheels. Yeah. The other two, I was like, oh, that's, um, what's his name from, uh, what the fuck? Uh, what's that show? Yeah. No, I mean, that beginning part. So too. I'm calling that guy out that he didn't even freaking mention. Mm. And it was funny. I think Variety did a story about that, that. Because when you watch that beginning, that 19, I think it's 1968 or 69, right. they start talking about the virus. Like, you know, obviously with COVID and all this stuff that went on, you start hearing the explanation of it. It's not like aliens came from down and started right. like, shit, this could happen. It could. Yeah. But they actually, they had some scientists debunk it like, well, but it's so grounded in that thing. It's a rational I'm, argument that seems like that could happen. Yeah. Like you watch it and you go. And I thought I was going to be yeah. mad because in the game, a lot of people have talked about the fact that like in the game, all the characters have to wear gas masks because the spores, if you breathe in the spores, you can get infected. Yeah. And I thought I was going to be mad about the little freaking tentacles coming out of the people's mouth, but I'm not. And I, I see also the rationale that like the idea, would you want half these characters like you want Pedro Pascal putting on a mask again? I know. That's what I'm saying. Let the man, he's a, 
He's a handsome Good looking gentleman. Man. <laughs> Let the man show his face. That's right. I mean, Mandalore. I mean, look at look at Pedro Pascal has got this and freaking Mando this year. You're like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, Pedro's winning. Yeah, <laughs> and also for Mandalorian, he doesn't have to be in that suit. He's no, just, bringing, just doing the voice, you know, like so whatever. But yeah, I was super. I mean, I was kind of scared going into it just because. I just hope that they can keep this up for. Someone said that they sent mm-hmm. out to the all the media reviewers. They sent out the entire. Yeah. season for them to review and there's this theory that they don't believe that much in the show so they're just getting ahead of the see i think it's the opposite I of think it's like the opposite. because they're so i think they're confident. so confident in this thing plus because it's so faithful to the video game right. what, are you, what are you gonna spoil if right. you played the video game you know what happens i'm just I hoping they keep that 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 faithfulness and staying to the storyline and stuff i hope they keep that up i know they're gonna I guess it's going to be an episode. They've already told you what episode it's in. The flashback to Ellie and her girlfriend and about them sneaking out of the school and stuff, going to this mall, and that's where they run into the the freaking zombie-type things and get attacked. Oh, they're not zombies. They're infected. The infected. They run into the infected. <laughs> People and get so bent on that shit. Like, yeah, they, they both get attacked and, and whatnot, and she gets bit and thinks, oh, my God, and... Yeah, that's how you find out. That's you find out her backstory of how she got bit. Yeah, I mean, I think that definitely the reason they put out the whole season, I think, is just because a spoil the shit. It's it's kind of like and people go, whoa, you gonna spoil? It's like it's based on a video game. It's just like Walking Dead was based on the comics, and you know, like when I was super into oh, the Walking Dead, just, by the time I got to the third season, I'm like, I want to know what happens in the prison. I read the fucking comic books. Now it didn't play out exactly that, the way it was but it gave it like you're not going to spoil it because well that makes me think that like with this show if they're willing to give out the entire season to to reviewers mm-hmm. then it can't deviate from the original story it doesn't i from what i understand is that it's i mean from people that have played the game now like i said i have never played it but it's so faithful to the source material that you know if anything like we said with with Joel's daughter and certain aspects of that thing. They're just trimming the fat and enhancing, you know, the storyline. Like just trimming the fat and then shooting it up with steroids. Exactly. Seven foot four, five hundred forty five. Yeah. But that was my whole thing is like the reviewers who've played the game, if they say it stays faithful, I'm cool. Me as someone who's played the game and has only seen the first episode, my feeling is like, God, I hope it stays this faithful to the game. Yeah, because you know, in the past we've been burned with yeah. certain ones like, Oh my god, Boba Fett, awesome. Obi Wan, awesome. You're like, maybe So that was my only other show. <laughs> yeah, and then I did watch Bad Batch. Uh I'm still on that with season uh season four. Episode, episode four. four. It's it's back to the uh, adventure of the week, which is nice. Yeah, very episode one pod racing. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. I was just like, you know, like they lose, you know, they start a bet, you know, they have to win the bet in order to get their stuff, but, and I'm like, okay, this is very derivative. But what know? I think that let us do is build tech tech as a character. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that you know reviewers and media people, which by the way, I mean we're, we're entertainment people. Put us on these things. Yeah, um, I want screeners. God damn it! Um, from what I understand, some people that have had the whole season or you know they, they they've gotten advanced episodes. That one with Crosshair, the third right. one that was so good. It's they're peppered into the season. Right, like you're gonna get a couple adventures of the week. Uh, which I enjoy. I'm fine with it. In and out, one episode, whatever. 
Um, but there are certain other ones in there that are going to tie in. Like, right. Like, I feel like they're leading us up to the be- those guys getting betrayed by Sid. And yeah. then they're going to be like, well, fuck this. Because, I, I mean, I think they're not meant to settle in one place. Because I'm looking, I'm like, the Empire's looking for these guys. Yeah. If they settle in one place, they're easy to be found. And I'm wondering if Sid knows this too and is going to betray them and make it look like she really betrayed them, but she's doing it so that they fucking go and continue being basically nomads and going here to there to there. Yeah, because a lot of people are saying, too, with the Bad Batch, you know, that, you know, those guys aren't in any of the movies. Like, no. they never show up in anything. So, like, what's their fate? Do they freaking eat it? But well, it's a cartoon. I mean, I wonder if we're going to get some of them in some of the series stuff that we got coming out. Yeah, I mean, we got Rex. No, did we get Rex? No, we haven't gotten Rex no. yet. It's only been animated. People have that theory. Did you ever see that theory of no. um, in Return of the Jedi? There's a bunch of rebel guys there. Okay. Um, and they're fighting. They're at that one station in Endor. Yeah. With all fighting, there's a guy with gray beard. They're like, that's Rex. Oh god, like, get the awesome. fuck! It, like, I don't know if Lucas confirmed it. Right. But you know, because he wasn't. Did yeah? I mean, I mean, Commander Cody showed up in in Bad Batch, and he's gone. So you're like, oh, we know what happened to him. Um, but yeah, Rex, you know, they, a lot of people point that out. They're like, yeah, they, they said that that's Rex that's in that thing. So if it is cool, cool. you know, so maybe he shows up, but yeah, you know, I mean, Omega can jump off a cliff. Who cares? But, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's it about TV, man. I mean, and I yeah. did start watching actually your honor. I talked about that. Yeah. My back itches. Yeah. Scratch it, brother. Um, it's good. Like they they did a second season, which I was like, I didn't think the way that they ended it was so tragic. I was like, why are they doing it? Um, it's interesting. It, they're continuing the story. Cranston's got a beard bigger than yours. Oh boy, um, rocking it. The first scene in it, all I'd say is watch the first cold open with it. You're like, I didn't watch season one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I recommend it. It was good. I enjoyed it. I was put it on, surprised. Put it on my list. I was surprised that they're doing another season, and now they are. And the way that the story is is. They're kind of continuing the story, even though uh, I don't want to spoil it for you. But you know, we'll spoil it for everybody else, but not for each other. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, fuck off! Exactly. Um, yeah. So, it, yeah, Your Honor, season two. If, All right. you, if you want to catch up with season one, it's pretty quick. Um, it was good. It's based in New Orleans. It's got that kid from uh, Game Changers in it. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been. Do you remember that show? And you maybe your kids are too young for that, uh, too old for that. But uh, there was a game called. There was a Nickelodeon show called Game Shakers, and one of the kids is actually in this playing like okay, a gangster I'm... kind of kid, and he's he's good. He's oh. really good. I was like, good on you. I love the when those Disney kids actually do something. We'll talk next week about the Mayfair witches. Oh, are they scary? No, it's a show I'm watching that's based on an Anne Rice book series. Yeah, well, you know, we, we got time. Um, I don't know. No, we don't got time. We got hard to do. Oh, little teaser. All right. teaser there. Uh, oh, I know what we got to go to. Hey, so listen, there's a lot of music that's out there right Fuck now. Yeah. Usually it's like, I don't know, uh, there's a single out. I looked through my my old Spotify, uh, there's a ton of new music. A lot of singles. Um, we'll start with full albums first. Okay. Uh, 
full albums, one that came out from the mighty obituary. If you're into the old school death metal, they have a new album out, Dying of Everything. I think it's like their 11th album or something like that. Right. The only reason I know them is because when my old band was shopping with Roadrunner, they were on it. And they're, I mean, I listened to the album because people were ranting and raving about it. I'm like, Obituary, that band? I'm like, okay. Really good. Oh. Like, if you're into that, like, not, it's not too, like, it's, you know, it's got some melody to it. It's got some great playing on it. Um, if you're into that stuff, check out the Mighty Obituary. Also, Maniskin. Maniskin. They put out that whole album called Rush. I listened to some of it. They got some songs. They got some good songs. Right. Um, you know, haven't really listened to the whole thing fully, but, you know, everybody knows freaking the begging cover. So I was like, oh, what else they got? Begging cover? I'm begging. That's begging a cover? You. Yeah, it's a... Uh, it's oh god! I, I did not know that. It is a cover. File that under. I didn't know it. Mm, it is a cover. It's a cover of. It's an old song too. Shit. All right. Uh, it's one of those old fifties guys. Anyway, so those are the two ones. All the right. big thing this week is my penis. Single, single, singles. We're singles. Gonna, everybody's doing the algorithm, baby. I um, knew about some of these. I knew about some of these singles because some of them I'm on their email list and get it. Yeah. And some of them I'm like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who some of these are. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch out here. I mean, first off, we'll start with uh, uh, a favorite of the uh, D love and uh, Michelle, the national. Uh, if you've listened to them, they put out a, a single tropic morning news. Um, they're an acquired taste. I don't know if you've ever gotten into the national Daryl and Michelle. Love the national yeah. I, that's one of those bands. I don't know who the fuck they are. It they're good. The singer's kind of like this, and all his songs are kind of deep like this. And then their songs, are, I was like, it's kind of the complaint. I don't, you know, don't get me wrong. They got they got some hits, they, not hits, but like they have good songs. But I don't know. Too much of them is like, you're like, it's like Wilco, kind of like you're like, I should, another band I don't know it's, anything it's, about. It's a band that you're like, I should like this. Um, I don't know if I do. It's kind of like the menu. <laughs> okay. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah. I, guess, I mean, I need my girls an amazing song, but 10, 15, 20 songs that are just not same voice. I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. Um, but good on them. Bouncing Souls, new yeah. single. 10 okay. Stories High. Any good? You, you can't go wrong with the Bouncing Souls. Okay. They're great. Um, they have a new album coming out soon. So that, that single came out. Um, another one there, uh, Macklemore, our boy. It's got Red. another new one coming too, because I didn't even know that song. There's a, a email I got from him. Oh yeah, apparently Brad Pitt. It's his cousin. Brad, that's my <laughs> ringtone. Brad Pitt. That's my cousin. Um, he has a song out, Heroes. Ben. I'm not as big into the Macklemore as you are. I mean, I yeah. know some of their hits, but he's great. I mean, he's, the guy could spit some fucking bars, man. You know, he's got a whole new album dropping on three three twenty three. Okay, it's called Ben. Nice Ben. The, the two, two of us need yeah. love no more. <laughs> and he's so, releasing it in double album green vinyl. Sweet. So all you uh, audiophobes, uh, audiophiles, or whatever the fuck you guys call yourselves. Um, yeah, check that out. Uh, Go fuck a foodie. It's got DJ, it's got DJ <laughs> Premier on it. Which, yeah. You know, he's, he's, he knows I, I enjoyed it. it. I did, too. I did, too. I, I Don't get it twisted. I love Macklemore. I just, I'm not. You know who I love more than Macklemore? Who's that? Professor Macklemore. Who's Professor Macklemore? It's Macklemore before he like got all like in his early days. Oh, there's some good shit in those albums. I'm like, holy shit! Like, 
You, it's you, good. You could tell it's like the seed it's of r- somebody like. It's like listening to Eminem before like he actually made it, and you're like, man, you can hear the grit and determination, like the struggle in like his music. Yeah. It's good. It's good stuff. If you get a chance, pick just give it a listen. Oh, Professor Macklemore, pro- yeah. Professor Macklemore. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I got to get deep into that stuff. Other than that, there's a couple, and then I'll, I'll leave the two big ones, the singles for the end. Uh, Rival Sons, a band. Um, they have a, a band. Well, they're a band. No shit, Sherlock. Um, Rival Sons, they have a new song out called Rapture. Um, they're one of the bands that came out, Rival Sons, Blackberry Smoke, a couple of bands that are just doing it just like straight up 70s kind of rock. Yeah. You listen to the singer from Rival Sons. It's really good. He sounds very much like um, the singer of Bad Company. Okay. Uh, it, it's my it's my laptop over there. It keeps people. Oh, <laughs> I'm looking to see if there's somebody in the chat. And I'm like, nope, nobody in the chat. No, 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 no. no. Uh, we, we had our fans for a while. Now they kind of disappeared. Um, but yeah, Rival Sons, do you ever get a chance? All these I'm going to put on the new. Hey, pal, what's new Spotify 2023 playlist, which I will be building this weekend. So I'll post that when it comes out. You can check all these songs out. Um, other than that, Seven Seconds. For some reason, they have a single, the Walk Together, Rock Together. Yeah. They put out as a single. Okay. Um, love the band. Love the song. Uh, bought the T-shirt. Uh, okay. Doesn't sound any different than the other one, but sure. Well, Release well, it as a single. I mentioned to you this might be a Tay-Tay situation where the original record company owns those songs as they were recorded. Yep. And they can't make any money or do anything. So they're just, since they own the songs themselves, they're going in and re-recording them like in the style of the original to re-release them so that they can actually get revenue by, hey, play the new one, not the old one. Yeah. Hey, listen, that was an amazing transition to the next song that's out because De La Soul, the mighty De La Soul, they released the single of The Magic Number. Three. It's, it's a magic, magic number. To announce that finally, God finally, De La Soul will be on streaming in March, their older catalog. Now, yes. if you've been on Spotify, you've noticed that like 2014 on, they have their stuff. But right. you're like, where's Three Feet High and Rising? One of the best hip-hop records oh my God. of all fucking time. Thank God I owned it, ripped it, and it's in my iTunes catalog. Yeah, Some I- of those albums are the reason I still pay for that uh, iTunes match, which was like, hey, mm. you have a library of songs, upload them to the cloud. And you can get your songs from anywhere that you have in your library. Like Pete, yeah. Permanent Hangover is in my iTunes library. Nice. Every time I go on it because it was on my original computer library. Yeah. So I can still listen to that. And it's been painful because like I always want to play some of those songs to my students when they're like quietly doing work. It's like some of those songs are like great music that like they need to know that like, this is the roots of some of the shit you listen to now, guys. Oh, I did it definitely with Violet because right. Violet, we went, she's a huge uh she, she likes all different kinds of music, which is great. Um, she's got good taste in music. But um, when we, she's also a huge Spider-Man fan. When we saw No Way Home, at the end, I was like, they play that song. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love this song. And she's looking at me. She's like, who is this? And I'm like, motherfucker, you're going to listen to Three Feet High and Rising. It is on YouTube music, so right. you can listen to it. But for years and years and years, they didn't have the right. It's kind of like Def Leppard. They didn't, hmm. You couldn't get any of their stuff on Spotify because they didn't own it. Same with ACDC and all this other shit. Um, no, ACDC was just saying fuck the streaming, but they, they gave in too. Um, but I just read that they got the rights back, Three Feet High and Rising, and De La Soul is Dead. Those two records are going to be up on streaming in March. Sweet. 
I could not wait. I and I played that whole album, Three Feet High, on YouTube for for Violet. She loved it. She was oh. like, "Oh my!" I was like, "That is, that is a freaking masterpiece." That record. Yep. So if you haven't listened to Three Feet High and Rising, you need a Luden. Is what you need. That's right. Because Prince Paul needs a Luden. Prince um, Paul needs a Luden. And then the last one, uh, which I'm sure everybody is talking about. Are they? Um, I don't know. Metallica, another single, <sighs> "Screaming Suicide." I wish they would. <laughs> Look, I'm going to rant on this. Leave Metallica alone. Everybody, stop it. Look, I'm going to tell everybody right now. This is my little fucking rant on this. Okay, old man, throwing your fist up at the clouds. Let me tell you something. They're middle-aged men. They're never going to do Master of Puppets again. Mm. Just let it go. They're doing new music. They're, they're enjoying Look, I see Metallica now. They're enjoying the shit out of everything. Like, yeah. and look, I, I did actually go down the, after the, the Metallica song. It's nothing great. It's nothing amazing. It's not for whom the bell tolls. You're never going to get that again. Well, because time marches on. It does. Um, it's got like that same thing of Luxie Turner. It's got that little old kind of new wave of British heavy metal kind of style to it. He's got a little bit of rasp to his voice. But people will take this song and any Metallica release and nitpick it and pick oh, at yeah. it. And that they, they haven't put out a good album since Master Puppets. Yes, they have. Yeah. I will get I will do the Pepsi challenge with some of these older songs. There look, you're never gonna get No. You know. But I went and I after that song, I actually did go uh onto I onto my Spotify. I made my own playlist of Metallica stuff. It's okay. just a mix of everything. Dude, come on. I mean, my apocalypse. I mean, I went through a period of like, I just went to the Metallica, like, the, what is it? The This Is Metallica. Yeah. The like essentials thing. And I had that on like repeat in my car for like a good month. Yeah. It's, it's nice listening to all that old shit and then yeah. all the favorite songs that like kind of like remind you of the old shit, but you can see the evolution and it's not too far removed from what you remember Metallica. Yeah. And what you like look at now and just go, oh, there's no Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, like listening to it now, you could cherry pick out of their albums, even the newer ones. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. And I, I started listening to that playlist that I made because I didn't put, you know, fucking, you know, Enter Sandman and all that stuff. The shit that's been overplayed, overplayed. But I cherry picked like classics from each record from yeah. all the way, even the Lulu stuff. There's, I'm sorry. I, I'm not, I'm not I, apologizing. Lulu, give it a listen. It's got some weird shit on it. You know, he, you know, James yelling, I am the table. Okay. Um, <laughs> I am the table. But, you know, you're like, what the hell? But I, I listened to Lux Eterna, I listened to this new song, and then I went down, you know, it started playing through my playlist. And, dude, for every, that Welcome Home Sanitarium came on. Yeah. Uh, you know, Harvester of Sorrow. And the first song I ever heard from Metallica, I still remember, Carl Anderson's Bedroom, hanging out. He always had his vinyl. He's like, dude, you got to listen to this album. He showed me Ride the Lightning. The oh, first yeah. song I heard, Fight Fire with Fire. I was like, what the fuck is this? This is incredible. Um, and love them ever since. Sure, they got some cringy shit on there. Lars is kind of weird and he's balding. Uh, James is Papa Hetfield. He'll always be cool. Wait, that um, wasn't your first Metallica album. Yeah. Oh my god. I didn't. I didn't do. I. I. I you heard. Didn't do Kill 'Em All and Master Puppets. No. Well, I would. I heard uh, Ride the Lightning first. Oh, okay. Then went back to Kill 'Em All, 
and then Master of Puppets came out. What eighty six? Yeah. So I remember when that album came out, and I bought it. So I had already was familiar with Master, you know, with Metallica when that album came out. That's when I got on the train was Ride the Lightning. Because I think I got on the Metallica train. Jesus, it might have been Kill 'Em All. See, I saw the what kill- year did Kill 'Em All come out? Eighty. Someone's yelling at us online. Anyway, I, somebody in the so chat. So it was please. either Kill 'Em All or Master of Puppets or both. It might have been Master of Puppets era, but it was like I heard Kill 'Em All and Master of Puppets at the same time, mm. and it was honestly while I was in Boy Scout camp. Yeah. So it was. If it was, I know that I'm almost positive. Now I'm gonna have to check my. You're, spot you're always first to the scene on music. I can't believe I was first to the scene on that one. Yeah, I mean, you know what it was is that I, um, what do you call it? I don't know. What do you call it? Uh, I forget what. Okay, Ride the Lightning was '84. Okay. Uh, Kill 'Em All was '83. I remember seeing. The Kill 'Em All record on the Megaforce catalog. Going That's what like, it was. I, it was Kill 'Em All then that I got first introduced. And to. I was like, I don't know, but it wasn't until '84 that I heard Ride the Lightning because Carl played that album, and I was like, What the fuck is this? Then I went back to Kill 'Em All, and then Master Puppets was '86. Okay. So I remember. So if I was 1984, I was 13. So yeah. That checks out. Yeah, I was twelve. It was it was it was Kill 'Em All. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said Master of Puppets. It was Kill 'Em All that I first heard at Boy Scout camp. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, going back to it was nice to go back to it where it's like so. Yeah, I mean the whole Metallica thing with the the double thing. Now they released the single mm-hmm. day tickets um, with Pantera. Um, so I'm kind of like, eh. I I was tempted with it. My girl Manal is a huge Metallica fan. She's yeah. seen them like twenty something times. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Um, Whatever. So yeah, and I, I saw him with Cliff. Uh, damn you! See, I didn't see. I was. You beat me to it. So you you heard Kill 'Em All. I only saw Kill 'Em All on the Megaforce catalog. Right. Saw the the hammer and the blood. And I was like, what is that? Yeah. Then I got Ride the Lightning and went forward. And I remember when Master of Puppets came out in '86. So if I was '86, yep. then I was 15. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. And then me and Carl docked, and it was great. <laughs> that we showed each other our wieners, tip and we had tip. a good time. <laughs> tip to tip. But anyway, yeah, I just wanted All to, right. uh, you know, check out the new Metallica. We'll do. Let, leave them alone. They're they're doing they're they're having a good time. James is sober again. Lars, I'm ethically grown to appreciate Lars and his stupidity. <sighs> I don't know why. And listen to you some of the younger stuff. Even listen to. I'll defend Saint Anger to the day I die. That's a good song. St. Anger's good, frantic, some kind of monster. Go to My Apocalypse. Go to freaking Moth into Flame. Go into, you know, Hardwired to Self-Destruct. Dude, there's some bangers in there. You just gotta, you gotta dig. They're not all, it's not all masterpieces like Master of Puppets or Kill Em All or, you know, those three. But yeah. So that's my rant. Metallica, I won't see you on tour. I'll watch you on TV. <laughs> that's good. Now he just looks like a big fat ham. It's time for Music so, um, so yeah, man, we covered a lot of ground. Covered a lot of shit. A lot of ground. It's good to be back. You know, hopefully we'll get back on the regs. So some some house cleaning here. Yes. Uh, the sack of sin showcase. Yes. March eleventh. Yes, I keep wanting to say March tenth. That's my sobriety date. I was gonna so, say it's day after your sobriety date. Yeah, March eleventh. So, yes, March eleventh. It's uh, at the loft of Poughkeepsie. Um, we got a killer lineup, a lot of the Sack of Sin uh, talent roster. 
plus also some other surprises from our boy Vern, who's been on the chat, New Diamond Entertainment. So, yeah, we got Robbie Maverick uh, opening acoustic, first show ever, Moonlight Initiative, Blue Alien Mystic, Mia's Facelift, uh, Breach the Asylum, Primacus, which is their debut performance, The Critically Ashamed, and Alter Ego. All those guys... You got a lot of Sakasin people, some New Diamond Entertainment people. We're doing this together. We're forming like Voltron. So get your tickets. We're going to have the ticket link up soon. Um, and uh, we got some new bands uh, adding on to the roster as we speak. Yes. Um, let me just give them a quick shout out before we get out of here. We got Spike Polite. Um, he is a new guy on the uh, sack of sin. So go on the website. I went on check. the website and listened to them. Yeah, they're great. They're punk rock. I saw them in the city. Didn't even realize it was the same guy. Um, and they're great New York City punk rock. You know, uh, casualties kind of sound. Female bass player. You can't go wrong with that. Um, Fucked we, up. Yeah, yeah, seriously. And then we also have, I spoke to my man, Dimitri. I'm going to call him Mr. Mailman because he's a mailman, mailman, Dimitri. Um, The Interplanetary Terror Cosmic Error is a new member of the Sakashin Showcase. Sakashin? I think I I hurt myself. Uh, (laughs) Sakashin Talent Roster. Um, Mm. So go on there. Check out the band. If you're a promoter, if you're listening to this and you said, you know, I got this club and I can't get all these bands to play. Motherfucker. Call you us. text us, you call us. We got 12 bands right now. 12. 12. A dozen. I guarantee I can get at least one of them in there. That's right. We can get somebody in there. Yeah, I got to go pick up my kid. Uh, yeah. So let's get out of here. Make sure it's we? just your kid and not some random kid. That's right. 